Welcome to the Back to Me Project, College and Beyond, episode 52. I'm queer and I'm proud with Danielle Samuel. This is your time to, to shine and to explore who you are and what you want out of life. And it might be quite scary to kind of be entering college and to try to figure out who you are and enjoy it all at the same time is such a big task. But live in the moment. It's just one step at a time. Hello, everyone. It's your host, Yoli Tamu. Being Black in America is an experience in itself. But being Black and queer in America, and in the world for that matter, takes tremendous courage. In honor of Pride Month and all of the lives taken as a result of hate and bigotry, we celebrate the courageous with licensed marriage and family therapist, Danielle Samuel. Our greatest responsibility is our collective acceptance of all. In celebration of Pride Month, we encourage those in the queer community, as well as those who are exploring their identity to celebrate their unique selves. Today, we have licensed marriage and family therapist, Danielle Samuel. Welcome to the podcast, Danielle. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to talk with you all today. Yes. I was just telling you, I just got through watching Pose. Oh my goodness. Those last three episodes... Woo, Billy Porter. He is something else. <laughs> I am ready to watch it. <laughs> yes, got to check it out. Now, now I wanted to ask you, what encouraged you to specialize in working with queer students and even women of color? Yes, that's an amazing question. And I, I think for me to answer that question, I kind of have to do a quick rundown of my background. So I actually grew up in the Caribbean for about 16 years of my life and moved over here when I was 16. And I came out in the Caribbean and that process was nothing but tumultuous for sure. It it was very much a hard process coming out in the Caribbean for me and navigating acceptance from my parents and my community. My peers were a lot more accepting than my parents. They took my mom in particular, took a while to get to acceptance. And so when I moved over here to California, I you know, I actually put my sexual exploration to a side as much as one can put that to a side, as much as you can separate your identity, right? I put that to the side because for the first time I had to really navigate being Black in America. My racial identity was never a subject of concern for me growing up in the Caribbean, but then moving to California and starting higher education and being one of the only Black women in my class, it was definitely something that took me a little bit by surprise and took me some time to just explore and and become reacquainted with my Black identity and also the Black history of America. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, like I said, my sexual exploration took a halt. And it wasn't until a bit later on that I was like, I want to get connected again to my pride, to my sexuality, to my bisexuality more specifically. And I gained a lot of community and a lot of support afterwards. My mom came around. And so all of that is to say that I just really understand how of a valuable set of years in college and even before college, exploring your identity, not just as being queer, but also as being 
Black or any other minority culture that you come from, that those are the years that you're really trying to find a way to integrate that, find a way to find pride around it and comfort and acceptance in those Mm -hmm. identities. And it is so crucial to receive the type of support that you need to navigate those rough waters. And so that's how I came to kind of specialize in working with women of color in particular, queer individuals and college students. It just kind of all, you know, I have so much history and importance Mm -hmm. of each one of those. Yeah, and it and it feels like college is the time when exploration really takes off. You know what I mean? Oh, you're, yes. away, you're away from home and you're in those dorm rooms or you're at those house parties. That's when it takes off. <laughs> Absolutely. College is the years where you're really finding out who you are away maybe from your hometown or away from your family. And that can be exciting and it can be scary. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And it can be dangerous. So you really have to Absolutely. be careful. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Now, when we talk about trauma, because on this website, we service the college freshman in transition into that new college world outside of home, as well as that college graduate that's heading out to the workforce. And with that comes a lot of anxiety. And, and in some cases, you know, they're bringing trauma into a new environment. So how does trauma affect some of the queer students that you serve? Have you had to address this? with some of your clients? Absolutely. In general speaking, college freshman year is that particularly has a higher risk for experiencing sexual trauma and trauma in general, that first year of college life. And then when you add on the layer of being queer or being a person of color, then those that risk factor does increase. And so trauma is you know, something that many queer students navigate, but not all, not all queer students navigate this. Also just navigating college in general, sometimes they're just experiences of microaggressions from people who may not respect your sexual identity or gender identity, having to navigate finding community and a space that feels safe for you to be yourself. Yes, I hear you. So I'm just thinking, are there like a few ways to maybe even help queer students navigate through the college experience? Because like you said, they have so much on their head. So do you have some few tips for them to to navigate? Absolutely. I think when students are starting off college, even before they start college, maybe in their hunt for colleges that fit for them, that they can also look into what are some of the anti-discrimination policies or inclusion statements at the different colleges. Do the college that you're going to, does it have a pride center? And does that pride center feel like it resonates with you? So, when, And then when starting college, one of the first resources that I would seek out is that pride center or that LGBT student club, if you can be part of, because community is going to be such a support system for you as you navigate college. And one of the concerns that students have is not having enough of a community when they're in college. So seeking out like an LGBTQ resource center, whether that be on campus or close to campus is so helpful. Navigating college or any student organizations, maybe even consider starting one if you do not see one that resonates with you. Starting a student organization. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. As, as early as your freshman year, huh? They should consider that. As early, as early as your freshman year, I would say at least start looking at the things that are around you. So the, the resource centers that you have, your pride center that you can get connected to, maybe even taking courses that aligns with your sexuality or explore sexuality so you can start building that community. And then as you go on, 
maybe consider, like I was mentioning, the starting off, starting a, a new organization that resonates with you. I know that on some campuses, there's also Greek life organizations that are centered in queerness. There are actually queer Greek life organizations in some campuses. And so seeing if there, if you want to be part of Greek life, is there one organization that fits better with your identity and your hopes? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'm also thinking about where they could start. Would you say the counselor's office or maybe like a student union office? So I would say most campuses, if you do a quick little search in terms of starting to see if there's a resource center, you can just put in your college and you could put like LGBTQ center or pride center and usually something will populate. But if that doesn't work, then you can go to kind of the counseling center that is there or you can also maybe ask one of your professors because they should know some of the campus resources available. Maybe there's a professor that you feel more of a kinship towards you can ask that kind of question to that professor. But again, most campuses, it will be somewhere on their student homepage that they have, student life page. Okay, so they can just definitely just do a search. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool to, to hear that you're saying immediately in your freshman year, just look for organizations right away. Just jump on that. I love that. Yeah. And you don't even have to be active just so that you know that they're there. When Mm -hmm. you do feel like you need a sense of community, maybe you go and you build some solid friendships and you continue those friendships rather than actually being active in that center or active in that organization. I think it's helpful for navigating college. Something else that's helpful for navigating college is being aware of your Title IX office at a college campus. So most, if not all college campuses have a Title IX office. Usually it's part of the equity and diversity department and they deal with discrimination and harassment that may go on. And so just kind of being familiar with that resource, if ever that you do want to file a complaint with their office or seek out resources from their office, if you do experience discrimination by peers or colleagues or professors on campus. All right. Now for Pride Month, are there any suggestions or are you doing anything special with your clients to empower them? Or are you suggesting potential events that are going on this month? Absolutely. So for Pride Month, I think wherever you're at, there's probably some Pride events going on, but you can always just be something as simple as sitting with yourself and acknowledging how far you've come in your identity exploration and the journey that you've been through. Maybe even asking yourself questions that you can start to reflect on, do a journal entry if you need to. So it doesn't have to be loud and proud. It can be subtle and proud for celebrating Pride Month because sometimes it's not even safe to do some of the different events that are going on. So maybe you just do something for you and you and your friends can do something to celebrate Pride Month for my clients. You know, I do encourage them to, if they can be part of an event that I think Pride is really about reclaiming kind of who you are and reclaiming kind of your power, looking back at history and being able to celebrate how far our community has come. And it's about celebration of life for those who are here and those who aren't here with us and who paved the way for us to have life. And and so pride doesn't have to be just going to an event, but sometimes the event can really fulfill all the things that pride are about. Mm-hmm. So good. And like I was saying earlier, they could even watch Pose, you know, just this last <laughs> season. Oh, 
you can yeah and i think just engaging in content that is centered on lgbtq there's so many amazing shows batwoman has their first black bisexual woman playing batwoman i know that yeah that's that was an amazing accomplishment Mm -hmm. there are shows there's one that i'm watching and i can't even remember but it's on hulu and it's such a, a great show so kind of engaging in some of those platforms and seeing content that resonates with you is important too. And I mean, I, for those that are listening, I think it's even great for those that are not queer, you know, for all of us that Absolutely. are trying to learn about the community, this is a great opportunity because if we're trying to talk about racial justice, there mm-hmm. needs to be, you know, a justice for sexuality. It's just that simple. So I'm so glad Agreed. we're talking about this. Yeah. My goodness. Okay. So now as we close, I'm thinking about final words. I love to wrap up with some words of encouragement for that listener that's, you know, coming into to college and just to really keep their mindset positive. You have some encouraging words for them. Yes. This is your time to, to shine and to explore who you are and what you want out of life. And it might be quite scary to kind of be entering college and to try to figure out who you are and enjoy it all at the same time is such a big task. But live in the moment. It's just one step at a time, one day at a time when you're in college and kind of take pride in little ways. It doesn't have to be big ways, as I mentioned before. It doesn't have to be big ways. And just by being in college, you have already set up the precedent to to be successful in life, right? And live in that, bask in that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you for that. Now, if they want to learn more about you and, and get some specific help as a queer student, can they mm-hmm. reach you online? Absolutely. So I am on social media. I am on Instagram in particular, and my handle is at Danielle Samuel underscore therapy. I am not as active as most people on there. I'm not trying to be an influencer, but that is one way in which an individual can reach me and either they can DM me, they can send me an email, or they can check out the link to my website. I do provide services in California. I'm licensed in California. So that's something someone's interested in or like resources. I'm more than happy to try to gather resources specific to an individual and where they're at and help them in any way possible. So that's one way they can reach me. They can also reach me on my website or email. And again, that can be found on my Instagram. Okay. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I really appreciate your time, Danielle. And thank um, you. Enjoy this Pride Month. <laughs> thank you. Happy Pride, everybody. Yes. All right. You take care. We'll talk very soon. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. Take pride in your unique identity and remember to fulfill yourself. For more information about other episodes, remember to subscribe to the Back to Me Project, College and Beyond. I'm your host, Yoli Tamu. Leave a review at the end of this podcast. And if you would like to learn more about our upcoming virtual events, visit our website at thebacktomeproject.com. Until next time, be well. Back to me.